Hey everybody, welcome back to the Active Dads podcast. So today we want to talk about um, kind of the stuff that you go through whenever you first realize that you're pregnant. And by that, I mean you as a couple, obviously you're not getting pregnant. He might. But there was some uh, misconstruing, I guess you could say, misunderstanding on that previously. Was there really? Huh? Was there? I just wondered, I was talking to people, They're like, wait, you're pregnant? I mean, her, 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 I, I mean, us. With the, yeah. new, with the new hairdo this week, it's possible, I guess. Oh, the shaved head? Yeah. yeah. That whole... Okay. S- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> but yeah, so we were going to talk about um, kind of how to stay, you know, stay active with everybody during the pregnancy. And there's, I mean, there's a general consensus that a healthy mom is going to contribute to having a healthy baby. You know, the baby is getting all the nutrients she's taking in. It's getting all the vitamins. It's getting a lot of, well, basically everything. You know, I mean, genes are obviously coming from both parents, but she's kind of cooking the little person. So a lot of it's going to be coming from her. So one of the big things about it is not only keeping yourself healthy, but keeping mom healthy too. And basically the general consensus is if the mom worked out pre-pregnancy, then it's a great idea for them to continue training through the pregnancy. Obviously, there's a couple exercises you want to stay away from. You don't want to do anything that's high risk or high impact. You know, like if you're eight months pregnant, you don't want to be doing box jumps. I mean, kind of goes without saying. About cleaning presses. Uh, dumbbell and kettlebell, yeah. Barbell, I wouldn't go for. I saw like the CrossFit moms that want to do the overhead barbell squats. That's cool until it goes bad. And then, you know, you just ruined a life because you wanted to look cute on Instagram. So to me, that risk reward ratio is not there. I got a really good friend in New Mexico that was pretty hardcore, pretty hardcore up until almost go time. Yeah. I mean, she was still knocking out some cleaning presses and barbell stuff, but she was like, you're talking super fit, like. And, I mean, of course, that's going to matter. Right. But one of the biggest issues that I have with that is I've trained probably a dozen women through pregnancy. I've trained four athletes through Mm -hmm. their pregnancy. And the biggest issue I have with that is creating internal pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anytime that you're, like, you're doing a heavy pull or a heavy back squat and you're, you know, like, that's not a good stress to have on a developing fetus. No. You know, so. Anytime like you make that noise, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. Not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, straining is cool as long as it's controlled and you're not creating a lot of internal or interthoracic pressure. Yeah. But, no, I mean, if you're comfortable with your barbell um, snatches, you know, your barbell overhead squats, that's fine. Just go light. Make sure that you're not trying to max out while you got the little person in there. Yeah. And two, like I said, I mean, you know, like you don't want to be jumping around because gravity's a thing. Yeah. And they're floating around in there. So their gravity's going to be a little bit differently and might have an unexpected uh, incident going on whenever you land on the box. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, those are just the, and like I said, that's my personal opinion. Um, I've read a lot of literature on it, um, especially whenever I was training those clients to make sure, like, I wanted to mind my P's and Q's. You know, I didn't want to be the reason for them to have issues and luckily nobody had issues uh my wife had some issues but i think that they were unrelated to resistance training we still took it easy we still followed the guidelines but 
there were a couple issues with some spotting and stuff like that, you know, around like the six, six and a half month mark. So that's always concerning. Yeah. But everything was fine. Um, the doctor said that she thinks that whenever Sarah was doing a squat, that she just like busted a blood vessel. So maybe he was kind of hanging out low. Yeah. And then she squatted down and came back up and just popped a blood vessel. Yeah. Said there was no like leakage or anything like that going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, staying healthy is always a big thing. Like we talked about before, we're huge proponents of walking, running, you know, getting yeah. long-distance training in. Yeah, my wife wore a T-shirt that says running late is her cardio, so it kind of gives you an idea. Running late. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I got just so how was, like, your wife's training during her pregnancy? Did she work out pretty often? I mean, I know she's not much of one for working out now, but I didn't know if she worked out previously. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no. she liked to walk. I mean, she walked a lot. And mm-hmm. I mean, working at a high school, so she hit the she would hit the track with her lady friends and teacher friends after work and during okay. lunch and do track walks and all that good stuff. I got you. Yeah, yeah. She she'll tell you she's like I spent my entire college career as a cheerleader and all I did was work out three or four times a day in the gym. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. much done with that. <laughs> it's understandable man burnout is real especially yeah. whenever your career is riding on it you know yeah so i could see that um what about like what'd your training schedule look like um i mean you know like, mine was pretty hectic then i mean because i was racing pretty yeah. heavily then so um i mean i was that was when i was still doing like three days get mm-hmm. up at you know three thirty four a.m do a run you know, work out on my lunch and then something after work. So I was always training. Weekends were, you know, long rides, long runs, uh, brick workouts, races. And I mean, you know, I did that right up until go time. Yeah. I and mean, that, probably ahead, the best idea, but. Well, so I mean, you know, during the pregnancy, there's not really much the male or the partner can really do you know what yeah I mean? I mean the only thing the only time that i really was uncomfortable was uh we were you know pretty we were kind of in that window of opportunity you know where it's like could go could go either way could mm-hmm. be a week could be you know three days yeah and uh, i'm out on a training ride with our team and yeah we're 60 miles away and mm-hmm. i got to thinking you know if if it's go time and I'm way out here, mm-hmm. you know I'm gonna miss something. Something bad is gonna happen. You know that that was probably the worst. Um, but yeah, as far as training goes, I pretty much was normal, normal. Yeah, stayed on a routine. Yeah, like you said, I mean it's pretty easy for that. And like for me, you know, it's pretty easy anyways. I work in the gym, mm-hmm. so like I mean I got yeah. a spare half an hour. I go get a workout. Yeah. Yep. So. Now, the biggest thing that happened with us, or the biggest thing that kind of threw a monkey wrench in the system, was the actual hospital stay. Yeah. So, like, you know, my son, uh, Raylan, he ended up breaking his, uh, what do you call ambiotic sack open mm. five weeks early. So, they were really concerned about her giving what they call dry birth. Apparently, yeah. that's, like, an absolutely terrible thing. Yeah. So, they decided that since he wasn't flipping over, um, that they were just going to go ahead and schedule a C-section for the following day. You know, yeah. it's five weeks early, which isn't bad. He was still born at six pounds. You know I mean? He wasn't a preemie by any means. But whenever we were in the hospital, um, 
So we had the C-section, and sleeping in the hospital bed is absolutely terrible. Like, it's terrible for her in the nice cushy bed, oh, yeah. and it's really bad for the dad on, like, the, you know, bare spring pull-out sofa slash couch slash... Cot. Cot, yeah. yeah. I had a cot. Yeah. I didn't have a cot, man. It was a pull-out, but literally you felt every single spring in that thing, and if you rolled over, it sounded like somebody had a bag full of aluminum cans they were just beating up yeah. against the wall. Cot wasn't so bad. That's nice. Yeah, so just trying to be at the hospital all day long and still trying to get some type of activity. You know, wife couldn't go nowhere. I didn't really feel like going anywhere, but every now and then I would walk down to the cafeteria, see what they had, see if they had any type of food that was actually edible. Yeah. You know, occasionally they would have some apples and stuff down there. Usually it was just literally bar food. Yeah. Like you'd get some chicken tenders, you'd get a nasty ass half burnt greasy burger. With some type right of weird cheese. Or talk about. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You, you get some onion rings, potato wedges. Oh, my God. Everything except a cooler's lot. And, uh, yeah, so trying to find healthy options there. Every now and then, like, if she would pass out, I'd take a lap or two around the outside of the hospital. Just trying to stay yeah. close, but still just trying to move, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been on the move ever since I was 14, 15. So, like, I just can't sit still. Like, I just... I absolutely hate it. That's why I've never had a desk job or done any type of office work. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you're sitting in a hospital room, so it's eventually you're there long enough, the conversation runs out, and it's just that awkward staring at each other. Yeah. Or watching the Maury Povich show. Yeah. And Or then you got the visitors that come by. That's and the They worst. hang out for a while, and then That's the, the conversation runs out, and it's that awkward staring at each other, watching the Maury Povich show or yeah. Springer or whatever, and no talking and you're like mm, okay see yeah, we fun. we uh we fixed that problem i brought the fire stick so yeah see when i <laughs> i don't think fire sticks were existed when we had our kids no no they definitely weren't but no that's one of the worst things man it's like i know people come by to like be supportive and check on you but two things always happen a they overstay their welcome yeah. every single time and the awkward silence sets in and b they wear mama out yeah. so bad it's ridiculous you know yeah. what I mean like and she's man, there to rest and recover like the mm, I don't even know how to talk about it but the mm. we had I mean there was some family like jealousy issues with ours and it was like oh that sucks oh that was horrible like yeah. well, we want to spend more time with, with them so you know if they could not be here while we're here Mm-hmm. so we could spend more time and you're just like how about nobody be here how about yeah. it just be the three of us yeah you know because yeah. it's like you know oh that was horrible because i mean you know she was already stressed out man you know mm-hmm. our our birth didn't go exactly as planned mm-hmm. um so it was healthy but she had some problems and you know that was scary for her that was scary for me yeah um and then you just start, you know, we get through it, mm. and we're like, oh, we're through it, so she's good now, and everybody's good, so let's yeah. just, let's just throw a crap ton of drama and stress on on top of, you know, on top of these two new parents, and you know, like I can handle it. I didn't just have a baby, but she just had a baby oh, and yeah. almost died twice. I mean, you know, give her a break, you know. Yeah, and that was my big thing too, man. It's like. I mean, your anxiety is already high, yeah. you know, between you and 
the wife too, it just, everything is still questionable. And same thing with us, you know, my wife had the C-section and everything went spot on. Her doctor was phenomenal. Did a great job even with the um, sutures, sewing her back up, getting yeah. her back on her feet very quickly. My wife's recovery was nothing. Yeah. I mean, it was a cakewalk compared to other stuff that we'd heard about. But Raylan was having some issues. Um, his heart rate kept dropping. Every time his heart rate dropped, that's seven weeks tacked onto the back. Yeah. So it ended up being about, or I'm not seven weeks, seven days tacked on. He had to go seven consistent days with no um, heart drops. So he ended up being in there for two weeks. So, you know, we ended up being there for two weeks. You know, yeah. I had to eventually go home and start sleeping at home because we had Zoe. and I didn't yeah. want to leave her abandoned basically over at my friend's house who was watching her. But, you know, and I came back to work too. Luckily, the gym is like three minutes away from Fry. So every chance I got, I could dart over there, check yeah. on them, see how they were doing. Luckily, they gave her a room literally right down the hall from the NICU to where she could stay there. She'd go in, feed him every time, um, and she could get some rest. But, you know, when you're on a feeding schedule of every three hours yeah, and it takes you an hour and a half to feed, then there's not much mm-hmm. rest going on. But, yeah, man, like – Dude, there was sometimes whenever the family was coming in, I just started getting irritated, man, because, you know, he was in the NICU, so he wasn't actually in the room, which was a good thing. But, too, like, everybody wanted to go back and see him. Yeah. You know, like, five people would come in, only two back at a time. So you'd take somebody back, and then you'd come back. Then you'd get the next one. Yeah. Then you get the next one. And you're like, man, this ain't a petting zoo. Right. You right. know, like, he's back there to keep him away from people. Yeah. That doesn't mean you bring all the people back there to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, we had <clears throat> words with a couple family members. Where I was like, no, like, man, the boy's already been overstimulated today. You know, we're going to let him rest. You want to come back tomorrow, next week, whenever we get out of here? Cool. That's fine. But we're done. Like, the petting zoo is closed for the day. Yeah. Yeah, we had, like, beforehand, you know, like, my wife is like big on like smoking on like no I yeah. mean, she can't stand it around us she can't mm-hmm. stand the smell of it i mean realistically our kids never even been in a house that somebody smoked in because she yeah. won't take them in there mm-hmm. i'm totally fine with that because i grew up and around cigarette smoke and mm-hmm. people smoking in cars and blowing in my face for years and and it, it it's not good for you yeah um i think i could probably be a better athlete if that none of that had happened to be honest with you, Could I think be. I think yeah. there are some limitations on my lung capacity, mm-hmm. um, you know, that affects my cardio and my running and cycling and things. Not just that I suck, but that there's probably some, you know, I'd lingering blame it on effects. Too. Exactly. Um, <laughs> that's what everybody does. Um, but you know, I mean, before we went in, she pretty much sent an email out to everybody, yeah, in the family, saying, "Look, if you smoke." You need to bring a change. You need to bring a shirt to change into. You have to go outside. And if you go outside, you need hand sanitizer. You know, new mm. shirt before you touch them. Mm. Period. And I mean, you know, people of course got hurt and upset about it. And it's like, who cares? How's that? I mean, yeah. you know, sorry. <laughs> no, like, no, like I will but, make the, I'll make the statement right now. If you are going to see a brand new baby yeah. in the hospital and you're going to see mom or mom and dad, yeah. they run the show. Yeah, They don't want you to touch the baby. You don't touch the baby. Yeah. They want you to scrub your hands with bleach and a wool brush. Right. Before you touch the baby, yeah. you scrub your hands with bleach and a wool brush. Like there's no yeah. conversation to be had. It was so, 
I hate that. It was so weird. I mean, it caused, I mean, that, dude, that stuff stretched out for the whole week. And then we got Mm. home, and when we finally got home, it just blew up. You know, we got home on Friday, and it blew up on Saturday. And it just, you know, it it was awful. Oh, yeah. And we're just, you know, we're like, and then I'm, I'm dealing with my wife, you know, hopefully, you know, not going postpartum on us, you know, because mm. she was already stressed out and had yeah. a horrific, I mean, you know, where you're talking about C-section and getting sewn up. I mean, she had to get cut from the other yeah. end, end to end and sewn back up. And it was like 80 some sutures, oh, you know, and so, so she's got that going on trying to get healed. And I mean, it, it was, it was pretty chaotic. Yeah. Um, there was nothing normal about ours. Yeah, same, man. We had this uh, nice birthing plan all laid out, how we want everything to go, who we want in the room. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't care. He's like, oh, that's cool. I'm glad you spent all this time on that. But uh, I'm about to kick down real hard five weeks early, and mm-hmm. we're going to see how this plays out. Yeah, because Sully yeah. actually, he actually poked, he poked a hole in, the, in, a, in his sack at, on Memorial Day. We were over mm. at the we were over at my sister in law's pool yeah. for a cookout and you know, she kept feeling that weird, awkward might I feel like something's leaking yeah type, you mm. know, feelings and sure enough it was fluid because he'd poked a hole in the sack. Mm-hmm. Um and what most people I mean, most people didn't realize and you know, we I mean we didn't ever even told our son, but you know, in the beginning there were two and it ended up being one, but so, looks <clears throat> beyond to us, like, so there was double the fluid, which oh, was good for him, yeah, because yeah. it protected him, it was, it was way more healthy for mm-hmm. him, the environment was like, super perfect, right, yeah. and, and so, you know, that, that's what led to some of the, some of the issues, they think, um, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, it's always a rough one, man. We got one, and he was completely healthy, so we're completely thankful for that. We don't even really think about it. I mean, it gets a little sad, but... And then, yeah. you know, now he'll bring stuff up, like... Like... He'll just make little comments, like... You know, I kind of feel like I had a... Like there was somebody else. Like, almost like he remembered Yeah, there being, you know... It's kind of weird, but... That is odd. Yeah. But, I mean, they say, you know, they're kind of symbiotic, so... Yeah. I can see that pretty weird but I, I honestly don't know enough about it i've read a little bit um i've got a couple of friends who have actually had triplets yeah so i started looking into that and you know uh one of them so apparently if the parents are older they're more likely to have twins yeah as far as triplets go it's extremely rare unless like one of the parents was a twin yeah so one of my friends that i went to high school with she was a twin and whenever she got pregnant, yeah. she got pregnant with triplets. And dude, you're talking about crazy life, man. Yeah. They like kind of document it through a YouTube channel or did for a little bit. But so yeah, it was uh, it was wild. It's because my wife was old. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Not necessarily that. Sometimes it's just a roll of the dice. <clears throat> but yeah, man. I mean, like it's just so. Whenever you're in the hospital, don't be afraid of telling people no. Yeah. Like if they get their feelings hurt too bad you know fix it after that yeah, during I mean, the hospital know. stay it's about the parents and the baby it ain't about 
Aunt Sally who just drove 45 minutes and really wants to see the boy, yeah. you know? Like, and it I mean, doesn't matter. And as a new dad, like, as a dad, if this is your first child, you are, you are, at that point, man, you're tightening up the straps, you know, the, mm. you know and bearing down on, I'm a new dad, it's time to be responsible, oh. time to make sure, you know, things are done the way I want it, you know, yeah. and... I mean, I remember feeling like that. It was just this whole new feeling of responsibility, but that whole feeling of I've never had to be this responsible in my life. Exactly. And I've never had to absolutely tell nobody, tell tell people in your life, you know, your parents or whatever, whoever, that, hey, that's not how it is anymore. This is my family. This mm-hmm. is my kid. This is what I, how we feel. This is our decision, and you're going to like it, mm-hmm. you know. I mean that's a new one for everybody, including parents, grandparents, whoever. They don't they've never seen that side of you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Luckily um, our immediate family was pretty much like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like her parents, her siblings, my parents, my siblings, they're like, Look, y'all are this is y'all's thing. Like you yeah. want us to leave, leave, you know. Everybody in my family would like send us a text message or call us, Hey, is it okay if we swing by this evening? Yeah. You know? We're like, Yeah, it should be fine. And then somebody would pop up out of the blue and we're just exhausted by the time they get there you yeah. know but yeah fun stuff man never want to do that again i would love to do it again but you know we're old now so yeah y'all wanting to do a second one i do she's uh-huh. uh, she refuses gotcha. she's like yeah we're the I almost doctors. died remember what it, you know and the doctor, yeah, it's just that one time yeah the doctor pretty much said that that's what would happen if we tried it again and I'm oh, like, well, man. I mean, you know, it's a legacy thing. Yeah. It's worth a shot. It happens, you leave a legacy behind. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't really sure how to take that. <laughs> but not with us. Like, I'm one and done. I just, I wanted a boy. Got my boy, and so, like, I'm good. And oh, so whenever, you girl now. No, no, I'm glad I didn't. But, uh, and whenever me and Sarah actually started talking about getting serious about trying, she was wanting the same thing, you know, but now it's kind of like, well, let's, let's kind of leave it on the table for a little bit, you know, we know let's give it a couple of years and kind of see where we're at then, see if we want to. And I'm like, no, in, in a couple of years, I'm still going to just want the one boy. See, that's what happened. See, now, now that I think about it, that's what I, I should have said, you know, let's leave it on the table and let's just keep trying. And if we keep trying, if it happens, it happens. If not, we'll just keep trying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? See, you said no, nah, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one thing, too. Uh, keep in mind, after the little tight comes out, it's about six to eight weeks before any tomfoolery can commence. So yeah, during the pregnancy, get what you can get. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Or enjoy tuggies. I don't know. <laughs> Whichever you prefer, <laughs> just keep in mind, after the day happens, C-section or not, you're still going to be out of luck for a month and a half to two months or so. Yeah, I think I, ours was closer to a month. but I think ours was the whole down, the whole yeah. split seam to seam thing. It was, uh, yeah. it was like, I want to say it was nine weeks. Oh, goodness. Or more. Yeah. 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 It's no fun, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. But, yeah, basically, remember, it's your show. Do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Go from that. 
So speaking of the uh, Fire Stick and the Roku and all that stuff, you got any suggestions for uh, the go bag? The getting everything ready? Man, mm. I mean, I'm pretty simple. So the mm. basics, clean drawers. I ain't talking about you, man. Oh, Guys, pack like you're going to a hotel. I mean, it is not hard. You know, Have you seen some of these guys? I mean, they pack I'm just like... saying, get some clothes, get some underwear, grab your flip-flops, get your t-shirts. toothbrush, yeah, a couple t-shirts. Like, you're going to the worst hotel you've ever stayed in, minus bug infestation, obviously, for, you know, a week. And Don't like, forget your flask. Yeah. 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 Flask, protein powder, shaker, <laughs> um, protein. Just or, yeah, pack up your entire protein. house and then move in. Yeah, they're not giving you. They're yeah. gonna give you some Jello. Mm-hmm. Gonna yeah. get some Jello and some chicken. Yeah, get your phone charger. You know, yeah, like, phone charger. I mean, it's pretty simple. But as far as it goes for the wife, I mean, there's a ton of checklists on think, Google. Yeah, I think have her packet. I mean, there was like numerous things we had to go back and get. Like you know, had there's, to get a hair dryer. There's always um, gonna be man brush the the specific brushes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah, like I got sent back home to get the right um, yeah. take home outfit for Raylan. Yeah, I, did, like, I remember I, that one too. Yeah, like I grabbed one. Oh no, that's not the right one. I'm like, we're going home. Like, we ain't swinging by and showing oh, him off oh, to the world before we go home. You got to take those pictures, putting them in the car, and getting them oh, in the car. Because yeah, yeah. I think ours was like a little navy, like navy suit with a little white cap. And I mean, he looked cute as a button, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did y'all have the nurse come out and check your car seat, make sure it was installed properly? Heck no, because I was a fireman, man, and we installed car seats in people's cars for them. So I had the whole training, the whole wow. car seat training. Oh, yeah, I was a pro. You're a pro at car Dude, seats. Dude, I had to have a, I had a certification <laughs> that said I could do it. It's like being the pro at taking a dump in a portageon like it's no, pretty it's basic really not it was not basic <laughs> yeah, you would you got a seat belt and two anchors man you would like, not believe it is not I mean, complicated people could not put a car seat in their car i guess they would come i'm plus if you have the i if you have a high enough iq to stump your toe on a coffee table you can put a car seat base in yeah, a car well these people couldn't do it because we were constantly fixing plus Dude. we were one of those stations where we traded out your car seats too so if you brought in your old one, we would switch it out and give you a new one. Really? And install it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Wish I'd known they did that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have took one of the ones we found in the attic. Yeah, not mm-hmm. much. Not a lot. I mean, <laughs> it probably takes longer to take a dump in a portage on than it does put uh, a car seat You don't have to wear a badge to <laughs> take a dump in a portage on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the nurse came out, checked it, and I was like, "Did how'd I do? Pass inspection? I get it. Like over 85 on this? What are we doing here? And she's a nurse, yeah. dude. What does she know about car seats? Mm-hmm. They don't study car seat installation. In I, don't, I just know that school. the nurse had to like wheel Sarah out in a Maybe wheelchair. Maybe I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. She had been up running around for two weeks, but she still had to do the symbolic wheelchair ride out to the car. And no, then that's the just nurse, hospital like, rules. Yeah. yeah. And then the nurse had to check the car seat base. All that good stuff. They actually had to give him a car seat test, which he failed the first time. That he did it. And basically with that, you had to bring in the car seat, no extra, like no add-ons, none of the padding in the back or like the head pillow or any of that stuff. Just the basic car seat, the way it came out of the box, and they had to put him in there 
with a three lead EKG and an O2 sensor on. And like, as long as his oxygen and his heart rate stayed good for an hour, which I mean, he's had two car rides over an hour since we had him, but as long as he stayed, uh, up on both levels for over an hour, then the car seat passed the test, basically. That was just due to the issue, though, right? Well, no. Apparently, they do that for all babies that are born there because that way they can test out your car seat. So it isn't necessarily for the baby, but maybe the car seat sets too much upright and uh, his chin is on his chest and he loses oxygen while he's riding. You know what I mean? So like, it's kind of a... these days. Yeah, no, right. He's But... But the one, the just, thing about it is, is testing the equipment, not the kid. And that yeah. way, like the nurses can say, hey, he'll be safe in this car seat for a long period of time. You know? So, I mean, it was, it was okay. I think the reason why he didn't pass was because um, the car seat that we had, like when it's not sitting in the base, yeah. it like rocks up. Yeah. You know, when it's in the base, it's kind of reclined back. Yeah. So, but they did it like two or three days later and he passed, no problem whatsoever. So, I don't You're even know. That. I don't think when I was a kid we even had a car seat. I think they just buckled in the seat. Mm-hmm. I rode on Dad's lap a lot, driver's seat. So yeah, yeah. So but weird. I mean, I'm from Vale, so Ash rules County, are a little man. different over there. Ash yeah. by God County, <laughs> up there in the mountains. Yep. Oh, but no. So like, as far as the hospital <laughs> go bag, I mean, just hop on Google. Mm-hmm. You'll find all kind of good checklists. You know, let the wife pack that. Find out you're pregnant. Go ahead and make a list of like, this is the stuff we need to grab. Then when you get yeah. to the hospital, she'll tell you all the things that you forgot when she packed her bag. Ball so and chains you're going to go home and get it. Yeah, yeah, the ball and chains in the bottom, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so like the big ones to remember are, you know, it's just like the simple stuff that you feel good about having. Yeah. You know, like obviously you need some compression socks because. She's going to be laying down for a while, so she's going to have some foot swelling. Not um, to mention my calves. I need compression socks for my calves from yeah. sitting around. Same thing, man. Yeah. Hard floor. Yeah, dad's going. I mean, you're going to be dealing with it, too. Um, Like some, the, uh, what do you call it? The socks with the little grippies on the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. Got the little rubber grips so you don't slip on the tile that they have in there. Call them grippy socks. Grippy socks. Those uh robes. Underwear, PJs, like just whatever, you know. Um, get all your toiletries, get some snacks. Hospitals have snacks, but A, they suck, or B, you have to buy them downstairs. So, like, take some cheap snacks with you. Pecan, pecan pinwheels, oh, my God. Out of the vending machine? Yep. <sighs> no, I'm good. We actually looked up. We had the double-decker moon pies. Oh. And the uh, double-stuffed oatmeal yeah, uh, a little Debbie. Those are both really yes. good. I ate way more than those than I care to admit. And those a-holes packed the uh, Coca-Cola vending machine with cherry lemon sundrop, which yeah. I can't turn down. Yeah. Absolutely love that stuff. So I drink way too many of those as well. Um, as far as like the baby stuff, you know, obviously they're going to have ointment. They're going to have diapers. Take all of that stuff that you possibly can. It's already in the bill. Just go ahead and jack oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even if they try to keep it, Get take everything. it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell the nurse to move out of the way. You're packing your bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So don't forget the car seat. I forgot the car seat. But in my defense, I didn't know we were staying. She went to get checked out, and they're like, oh, hey, guess what? He's uh, he's going to be born tomorrow. So, yeah, you get, the, get that. So I got to go home and get everything 
packed up for that. It's kind of what we had to do because it was like the whole leaky thing. So we, we went, we went to the hospital, and so they were like, "Oh, we'll do the cotton swab test." So they had these swabs that you know they come out and swab it and see if it's you know fluid or if it's something else. Yeah. And at first they were like, "No, it's it's something else." And we're like, "Okay, well then, what just falls out of there?" You know. <laughs> so, come to find out, the the swab thingies were like out of date. Oh, so nice. they were like not working properly. Yeah. So they waited a couple hours and then came back in and did it again. I thought, oh yeah, it's it's ambiotic fluid. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, let's uh. Let's get your, and we had a midwife, so a midwife came in and like, yeah, we're going to do this and this and this and try to get the ball rolling. And so mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, let's go get this and this and this. Cause we were, like I said, we were, my yeah. sister-in-law's at the pool, went from there to the hospital. So yeah, I had to go home and get all the stuff and make sure I had this, make mm-hmm. sure I had that. And yeah. So like come the- back and stay for Monday, Tuesday, Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, I go home. Thursday or Friday, maybe Thursday. Gotcha. But yeah, so with us, you know, Sarah, probably about two o'clock that morning, she woke up and just thought she pissed the bed. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what like, she thought. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like this, you know, you see it in movies. It looks like somebody just turned over a five gallon bucket. Yeah. Yeah. But she was like, there's nothing like that. I just thought I peed myself, you know? And then she got up and got ready for work. And she was like, my pants, like, I know I didn't pee myself. Like, I would have felt it. You know, like you feel your bladder relieving mm-hmm. itself. She's like, but there's water everywhere. I was like, I, do you think you maybe sprung a leak or something? She's like, I don't know. She's like, there's no smell to it. So she called her doctor's office um, on her way to work. And her doctor her doctor's office told her to run by Fry, just go ahead and go on up to labor and delivery. They'd let them know that she was coming. That way she'd get fully checked out just to make sure. So that's what happened. And then he was breached, of course, so couldn't push him out. So that's how they had to do the C-section. Yeah. But. Yeah, so they got flipped around. So he came out mm-hmm. shoulder first, which is why uh, they had to, yeah. that's why they had to do the. Shoulder first is rough. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, like we had a midwife mm-hmm. that did the delivery. And, I mean, we had gone to, I mean, the, there was a, a male doctor at that office. Yeah. So, you know, but he was, dude. That guy just gave me the heebie-jeebies. Like, <laughs> like you know, I'd go to those appointments, examination appointments, and the guy was yeah. like, you know, head buried downstairs, you know. Well, and, you know, I'm just do. sitting there like, you know, I just, I would just, you know, I would just kind of look away and mm. not pay a whole lot of attention. But there was one time, man, where it was like, I was just kind of sitting there, and the guy, like, turns and makes eye contact with me and gives me, like, this grin. And I was like, What? Like it's probably smile at you. What? It was weird. Oh, so after okay. that, I was just like, eh. <laughs> so like, but when he got turned around, they were like, we can call him in. And I'm like, nah, like, cause I kept hearing all these horror stories about stuff like that happening. And the doctors mm. come in and they try to pull him out and they end up dislocating shoulders and all oh, that. Stuff. So that's when she decided, I mean, you know, we're just going to have to cut and see what happened. And that's when he uh, cut, cut, cut. Uh, he finally came out. Yeah, because I was like, man, no, nah, I don't want that dude coming in here and breaking my kid's <laughs> shoulder because the minute that happens, I'm probably going to break his shoulder and throw him out the yeah. window. So, um, I mean, Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. But it, it ended up working out. 
I mean, you know, yeah. like I said, she had to endure a lot with that whole cutting yeah. thing, and I had to, I had to put my fingers in my ears. Holy cow! Like that was the most horrible, horrific sound in the world. Surgical oh. scissors going through multiple, multiple layers of flesh. I was just like, oh my god! Oh, cover dang. my ears. Yeah, luckily I didn't have to like see any of that stuff. They had a nice high curtain. Yeah. You know, so basically when they took her back to the C-section room, um, and like there was a training group going on or something in there, you know, it was like yeah. me, the doctor, the anesthesiologist, two nurses, and then like 10 random people standing like on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's literally like strapped down on a table, like her arms are outstretched, like as far out as they can go. And they had them kind of strapped down and then her feet were together or like not like on their own separate planks, but like her feet were separated and strapped down too. So she didn't move. And like, I could just see her head above the curtain and the curtain was about as tall as my head. Yeah. So when I stood up, like you have to kind of peek over the curtain, know what's yeah. going on. Luckily I didn't see nothing until like the very end while they were stitching them up or stitching her up. Dude, but, I held my wife's right leg in the air for <sighs> like seven hours. I mean, you talk about biceps and stuff just smoked. Because I was just like this the whole time on that leg. Yeah, I didn't want to be on the bottom side of that. And the other nurse, oh man, when, when his head came out, I was oh. like, what is that? You know? <laughs> like, I, I never, I didn't have a clue. Like, that's something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't know their head went like a raisin to come out. Oh, I didn't, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, there, uh, that's not, that's not right. And sure enough, it came out and it's like, Whoop. But literally, yeah, like yeah. it looked like a raisin when it came out. His head did. Yeah, I, I don't like, remember that part. I had to watch a couple of those back in college. No, so weird. Yeah, I mean, you know, beautiful and weird in the same, you know, yeah. same sense. Like, wow, that's my kid. But at first, it was like something yeah. ain't right. See, I no, we talked about it before, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to be down there when this happens. Yeah, I was and, there. Yeah, she was oh. like. I don't want you to be down there when this happens. I was like, cool. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, there page. was like that whole like discussion of who all was going to be in the room. And yeah. and when it started to go south, she was like, everybody out except me. Mm. You know, and I was like, okay. Well, see, luckily, the choice got taken out of our hands. We already had it planned out. Like, you know, my mom was going to be in the room. Her mom's going to be in the room. Yeah. But it was always like a back and forth. Like, well, I don't know if we really want them in there. If we just want it to be just us, you know, yeah. like it's. It's kind of weird to have those people in there at that time. And then whenever the C-section was occurring, doctor was like, nope, you and her. That's it. Yeah. We're like, cool. Okay. So it's kind of a relief that like we the, didn't have to tell anybody that. Like I wasn't like, I didn't want anybody in the room other than, you know, who she wanted in the yeah. room. Cause it's private to her and you know, mm -hmm. it wasn't a big deal for me. And yeah. it's like, I don't want, you know, who in my family wants to be in there to see that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it was, I think it was going to be like her mom and her sister. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it went sideways and everybody was out but us. And, yeah. you know, probably Riley. For the best. Know, yeah. yeah, for the yeah. best. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's pretty traumatic, though. I imagine so. But that double Mine cheeseburger I ate not at all. right an hour after it happened was so good. <laughs> and a milkshake from the Sonic. Oh, and some... Uh, uh, Cheddar tater tots. Oh. Famished. <laughs> nice. Oh, but yeah, so basically packing a bag, 
everything you think you'll need and then a couple extras, you know. Mm-hmm. Take some cards. Yeah. Take like some Sudoku puzzles or tablet or something. You're going to have a lot of mind-numbing hours. Mm-hmm. So especially if it's leading up to it. You know, I had uh, one of my clients, she was in labor for 36 hours before they decided, nah, okay, we're going to go ahead and do a C-section. Yeah. You know, so 36 hours of nothing to do but wait and see. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a lot of that. And if there's, you know, hopefully there will be no complications, but if there are, you're looking at a couple of days mm-hmm. of nothing to do. So bring something in to keep your mind occupied. That's going to be a big one. And keep in mind, too, you can always do bodyweight squats, do push-ups, get your workout in. Yeah, yeah. right in place. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jumping got, jacks. Normally, they have, like, big parking lots. You can go out and hit oh, that yeah. stuff, you know. You ain't got to do anything crazy. But Lots of stairs. Yeah, stairs are always awesome. Um nobody thing, uses them. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, too, is, you know, remember your wallet, insurance cards, all that fun stuff, you know, yeah. stuff that you'll need. Whenever uh, Raylan was born, we both got armbands that we had to, like, show whenever we went and NICU. And, like, you know, you show them twice, yeah. and then everybody knows your face in there. So it ain't a terrible thing. Yeah, we had to wear those. Same same deal. Yeah. Yeah, and normally he'll have, like, a little tracking chip. That way, if somebody tries to take him off the floor, alarms will sound. Yeah, that's floor what, will go that's lock what down. I did. That was pretty yeah. wild. I was like. I mean, I guess I was more concerned because I was like, "This happened a lot." Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh shit! Another thing Surprisingly too. Surprisingly, so I guess. Yeah, another thing too. If you and the wife have or have not discussed it, a push gift is actually a thing. I didn't know that. What push gift? It's a new thing, of course. Yeah. Is it like a money donation? No, it's like you buy your wife a gift for pushing the little tyke out. I didn't know either. Luckily, my sister g- talked to me about it a couple of days before. <laughs> I thought I pushed the gift in there. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. She gets a kid and a gift? I just get a kid? What's, yeah. what's going yeah. on here? This is not, <laughs> yeah. this is not fair. <laughs> that's not equal. <laughs> but yeah, so my uh, sister reminded or didn't remind me, told me about that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, um, you know, luckily for me, so... Raylan was born on February 12th, so of course Valentine's Day is February 14th. <coughs> then my wife's birthday is on the 16th, so yeah, either way she was getting, you know, two gifts, so yeah. then that just bumped it on up to three, so it's very fun in the household whenever that time comes around now. That's so unfair. Hmm? Like, oh, let me get you a push gift, like you wouldn't be pushing that gift out if I didn't help put it there hey man if you can sell that and make it happen go for it i shut up and i went and bought something <laughs> really yeah i wasn't gonna push it <laughs> <laughs> i know what i just said get two double cheeseburgers yep. and two milkshakes yeah go ahead and supersize that baby yeah. Be good. <laughs> yeah. get an extra tater tot yep maybe even a coney mm-hmm. oh yeah so it was fun don't forget that you know if the wife's expecting it. if you already talked about it then or just yeah, pretend like you didn't hear him say anything about a push gift. I'm just saying, man. Like, you know, plus one more thing. What's one more thing? Yeah. You know, just stroke her forehead, play with her hair. No, I meant like, what's, like, why does it matter? Like, get her a gift. She's in the hospital. Buy her some flowers. Get oh, her I some chocolate. Flowers. Get her whatever. 
Well, don't get your wife some flowers then. What do you want? Man, she doesn't like anything. Well, good. Don't she doesn't like gifts at all. Good. Christmas is Congrats. horrible. You know, I'll be like, what do you want for Christmas? I don't know. I've got everything I need. I mean, it sounds great. It's like, huh. Oh. But, you know, it's like, but, okay, no, you, but no, really, what do you want for yeah. Christmas? Like, no, I don't want anything. Like, well, I do. So. <laughs> yeah. But, but what do you want for Christmas? I really don't want anything. <clears throat> and I'm asking her that right up until the day before Christmas Eve. And I'm going, look, I'm not doing this again. I'm not I'm not going to be shopping. Just give her cash. I'm not shopping at Christmas Eve again. Every year, guess what I'm doing on Christmas Eve? Doing her Christmas shopping. Just go cash, man. What? Cash? I mean, yeah. Can you get me uh, $200 out of our banking account so I can give it to you for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, people put way too much thought into this. You know, like, what is this, 2020? <clears throat> What'd your wife buy you for Christmas 2012? 2012? Yep. Um, there you go. Nobody cares. But you always remember having extra cash. I'm going to remember it here in a second. I don't remember. I would definitely remember having extra cash. See? That's what I'm saying. Like, cash is it. Every time, like, my wife is reminding me about one of our niece or nephews or brothers or sisters' birthdays, I'm like, what do you want to give them? Like, just give them money. She's like, well, you got to make it personal. I'm like, they're not going to care. They're not going to remember. Give them cash. They'll be like, oh, cool. I got cash. I bet it was a new pair of boots now that I think about it. Okay. What about 13? Probably a new pair of boots. 14? Boots. There you go. I get a new pair of boots every year at Christmas. Awesome. Much. That's what I'm saying. Like, which pair mm. of boots was more special than the other pair of boots in they're those years? They're all more specialer. <laughs> yeah. Just go cash, man. I'm a huge fan of cash. Somebody, like, hands me 20 bucks on my birthday. I'm like, awesome gift. Thank last you very much. Trying to remember last year. See? That last year wasn't what? boots. No, I deviated, we deviated from the plan last year. And we You're thinking way too much into that little <laughs> rabbit hole. That like it was like two years of Red Wings. I like my Red Wings. I'm not a fan of Red Wings. Really? Yeah. Two boots that just destroy my feet are Red Wings and Wolverines. Huh. Wolverines just, like I had three pair because I liked how durable they were, but they tore my feet to pieces. I could not get them broken. Ariots, yeah, it takes me like five steps to break in Ariots. See, I get the, the red wing, the, uh, the, uh, and like the dress boot line. I never had a dress boot line. They, yeah. that's like only the only dress boots I've ever had was Ariots. That's like the, you know, the real hand stitched, fine quality red wing stuff. Mm. Yeah, they're really good boots. No, I got the uh, lace-up work boots with the little frillies at the bottom. Yeah, I'm going to talk yeah. about those. I buy those on my own. The Heritage Line, they're called the, the okay. Red Wing Heritage Line. Yeah, gotcha. Yo. All right, man. So, final thoughts? Hmm. Well, I guess there is this one thing I get off my chest. I kind of thought about it. I Actually, I've been thinking about it since we started this thing. So, like, I guess a lot of times when I listen to podcasts, mm -hmm. or especially when I or even get on social media, like that thing I saw today about dads and fitness and, you know, the guy was trying to sell some meal plans and yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. So, I, I guess the one thing that I guess on my end that, that I want people to, people or listeners to, to know is that, like, 
I'm not on here as a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you know, I know probably as much as you do, but I'm going to share my experience. Um, but I've also like failed numerous times as a husband. Yeah. I've failed numerous times as a father. So I'm learning as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's one of my big things. I don't want to be one of those uh, arrogant podcasters where you think, oh, here's another know-it-all, thinks he knows everything. It's totally the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Like, I mean, if you ain't failing, you ain't trying. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like with me, I'm seven and a half months into this, so I'm still putting the pieces together. The one thing that I do feel comfortable talking about in any room is health and fitness. I'm cool with that. The whole being a dad part, I'm still trying to put that puzzle together. Yeah. (laughs) That's uh, that's one of the reasons why I want to have – um, the guests on that we have been talking about yeah. is to get their experience from it. You know, I mean, yeah. all, you know, working professionals, all dads, very different walks of life, um, very different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the reasons why I was excited to start this podcast. And it's one of the reasons why I love my other podcast, which is the Phoenix podcast that I do with Jason Berber is because we bring experts on and man, we just let them talk. Yeah. You know, I throw enough questions in there to keep the ball rolling and like we just soak up the information, you know. Yeah. But no, there's uh unfortunately whenever it comes to marketing, special social media marketing, yeah, people try to take advantage of groups and, you know, sell their meal plans, sell their workout plans, cookie cutter A, cookie cutter B, cookie cutter C that you can get for fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah. And no, I don't want that either. I mean, obviously I'm a personal trainer by trade, I do programs. I'm happy to help everybody out, but that's not the purpose of this. No, I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All oh, right, man. Snap. And my wife just sent me a text message with a smiley face with a tongue hanging out emoji. What does that mean? What does that mean? We'll talk about that after we get What does that mean to you? <laughs> we I'm won't thinking. get down that rabbit hole. All right. Final thoughts. Don't listen to that part. <laughs> oh, listen to that part. If they send it, get home fast because it's not <laughs> yeah. going to last long. <laughs> All right, everybody, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. <laughs> Whatever platform you listen to us on, uh, be sure to give us a five-star review. Um, if there's a topic that you want us to cover or just get our idea on it, shoot it to us. I ain't saying it's going to be a good answer, but we'll give you our answer. <laughs> yeah, like emoji with the pink thing hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Bye. Hasta luego. I hope that means what I think it means. <laughs> <laughs>